0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of Hello, I'm Listening with your main host, Voifey, and your co, main, co-, main co- host, co- co- main, co-
1: main, 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 co- main, main, main host. host <laughs> the
0: more you know, the more you know.
1: Dun, 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 dun. I apologize in advance if I like have weird hiccuping sounds or something throughout this episode. Dun, 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 dun. The more been, you know. been having some, some. Heartburn. Dun, 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 dun. The more you know. Dun, 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 dun. Nobody cares. <laughs> dun, dun, dun.
0: Nice. Yeah. Do you think anybody's like,
1: oh, no. No, I'm just saying if they hear weird throat sounds,
0: so, I that mean, they know what it is. Your throat always
1: makes sounds yeah, like... I know it does. It gurgles a lot. Ugh! I have, I think I have acid Ugh! reflux. I think I had it before I got pregnant, and now it's worse.
0: It wasn't that bad the last couple of months, though.
1: No, they say towards the end of the pregnancy, a lot of women get really bad heartburn.
0: Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh boy, it's nighttime here in Austria. It's cold and dark outside, and everybody's huddling around the fireplace, <laughs> trying to warm the cold limbs from working in the woods. Yeah. Because
1: that's the only jobs we have in Austria. Yeah, we're Working wood people. We're, we're wood people. We're wood people. Forest
0: people. Forest people. And so, yeah. Yeah. That's why we actually urge you to go over to our Patreon and subscribe <laughs> to help us out of out of the woods.
1: When I say that I'm a massage therapist and I talk about my patients sometimes on this podcast, She's I'm talking about She's actually massaging trees,
0: trees. <laughs> yeah. She's going into the woods massaging. Massaging. <laughs> Ma- the, massaging. 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 Massaging the bark of the tree. Is it, is it a bark? <laughs> is it bark?
1: Bark. Yeah. The bork. <laughs> look at this tree bork.
0: <laughs> oh
1: this tree has a good bork. <laughs> that tree is losing some bork. <laughs> I mean that's how they would say it in Boston.
0: <laughs> bork. Yeah, that's true. Or look at the bork. We should have coffee with the bork. We should c- talk in and coffee with bork. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry if anybody is here from Boston. <laughs> oh boy yeah there's I think there's an old Mrs. Butterscotch here today oh no I mean the thing is you don't have to don't say it too loud because if you say Mrs. Butterscotch three times she'll <laughs> stand behind you it's a
1: superstition
0: with with butterscotch butterscotch I just
1: gave you a great segue and you just a went over superstitious, it
0: superstitious <laughs> super extra fabulating Segue. Although
1: I don't think that's technically a superstition. No, it's not. It's a, what do you call it? A tall tale or a
0: yeah, a, mm-hmm. a tattletale. <laughs> a tall tale. Tattletale. A tattletale. A
1: tattletales, a snitch.
0: And tattletale gets stitches. <laughs> As <laughs>
1: <That's what> the <laughs> common phrase goes. <laughs> it's, a, it's
0: a very common. <laughs>
1: tattletales get stitches.
0: That's what they say in the in the in the uh, prisons.
1: Yeah, tattletales get stitches. You know,
0: you know what they say: tattletales <laughs> get stitches. <laughs> It's like, yeah, no, I know that that's what they say. <laughs> yeah, everybody. So um, so if you have not got the message yet, subscribe to the podcast. Um, rate the podcast, the podcast, please. And head over to our Patreon and check it out and maybe, you know, subscribe to one of our tiers. Okay, let's do it. Today we're talking about superstitious. Very superstitious. Superstitious. <laughs> okay i'm 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 actually starting with one Uh, that is very well known here and that is very commonly done in austria which is the knocking on wood
1: we do that in the us too
0: no i know i'm not saying that it's (laughs) i'm not saying that's only done in europe but (laughs) it's from europe yeah the origin is from europe okay it's part i mean there's a celtic or british something like that okay um and the actual origins and even meanings of the phrase are as varied as the cultures which use it, with some suggest- suggesting roots in the Indo-European or Celtic belief that spirits, good and bad, reside in, st- in trees, who could be either called upon for protecting or in chasing trees. away by knocking on their home and others. Yeah, so that's the basically that's the the.
1: Wait, it's good spirits or bad spirits? Both,
0: technically, both resides. Yeah. But you can knock on the wood and say, I want good spirits to help me with that. or okay. I want good spirits yeah, to me with. Yeah, most
1: people knock on wood to prevent, I guess, because they yeah. say something that they don't want to happen. Yeah, yeah. And then they knock yeah, on yeah. wood like, I hope yeah, that doesn't yeah, happen.
0: Exactly. And that's basically the, that's from like, hey, good spirit, help me with that. Or, you know, make, make this happen or make this not happen. Interesting. That's the, and we, I mean, I use it a lot. Like we, everybody uses it. I do it the, a lot too, yeah like every everybody like yesterday or two days ago someone randomly just used it it's a very common thing knocking on wood yeah yeah yeah
1: um there's another one about infinite reflections and it's stems from mexico but it's also in other places but it stems from mexico like That mirrors, mirrors facing each other
0: oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah,
1: are a doorway to the devil yeah, yeah so yeah. mirrors should never face each other so you should never have like multiple reflections i mean
0: the the, the movie mirrors is yeah. basically yeah. part of that or is, is based on that superstition i would say mm. oh that's interesting mm-hmm. um i mean throwing a salt over your shoulder
1: what, f- what is that do you have more information on that I one do. because I've always I know that it's a thing but I've always been it's curious it's
0: European Christian or ancient Roman okay uh, and but it's, it's the left shoulder it's a
1: yeah a I've tossing. always heard it's the left no, shoulder it,
0: I mean it's to- involving tossing salt over one shoulder like, okay. like knocking over what this superstition is also involves the idea of warding off the, the evil in this case devil himself in Leonardo da Vinci's The Last Supper Jesus betrayed Judas is is secret is portrayed as having accidentally spilled salt and since Judas was associated with doing something bad, the argument goes that ipso facto so was salt, and throwing it over your shoulder would blind the devil waiting there. That's okay. the, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: That's um, yeah. But that's something I actually never say, and I, I, like I never would.
1: I think I've done it in my life before, but you more as sh- like salt yeah. over your shoulder. But more as, like, a, a joke because it was something imagine, people joke about. Imagine
0: if you have, like, salt in your pocket at all times, <laughs> just in case. I mean, people are like, oh, knock on wood, and then they're, like, desperately trying to find some wood.
1: Yeah, but there's, And like, I'm
0: like, I got some wood in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: but there's some... there's. A lot of times, there's uh, to go along with the salt thing. The, p- the ones that people know the most are the salt one, the ladder, something like you don't walk. Oh yeah, under uh, that's a the next one. Don't
0: fucking talk about it.
1: Oh sorry. <laughs> okay, I, I won't talk about it. Then. Um, this one I don't know where it comes from. It does not say, but apparently gifting anything with a blade. So if you gift that to somebody, like a blade, a blade. Okay. Like a knife yeah, 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 or sure, something. Yeah, yeah, sure supposedly severs a relationship so if you receive a knife set or a pair of scissors or something with a blade on it you're supposed to give the person a coin in return it's like a penny because then you're technically buying it from them and it's not a gift
0: oh wow i don't know where it stems from but i thought that was kind of interesting That's super weird i think i've never gotten a knife for a present or a gift (laughs)
1: i have but i was in culinary school i actually did i
0: got like a a, like a swiss army knife yeah does that count
1: sure it's a blade yeah many blades
0: i got that from a dad that's why our relationship is so (laughs) weird
1: (laughs) i mean if you believe in the superstition
0: um walking under a ladder it's also european possibly egyptian egyptian and the superstition of not wanting to walk under the ladder also has roots in Christian symbolism. The Holy Trinity of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit led to an association of the number three with something sacred. So the triangle with its three sides come to be regarded as sacred as well. And the ladder, of course, forms a triangle, kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. And so naturally to walk under the ladder would be destroyed destroy the san- 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 sanctity san- sanctity, sanctity of the Trinity and those incurring punishment. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So but a I actually, lot Christian, knew, a lot of like religious. I actually knew that it was kind of religious because of, Aster- I think it was Asterix or was it something? I don't know. I remember. Some cartoon. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, this one I actually find fascinating. It's mm-hmm. a Filipino tradition and it's called Pag Pag or Pog Pog. I don't know how <laughs> okay. to say it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but it dictates that people never go straight back to the house after a week. So after a funeral basically a funeral yeah um otherwise a bad spirit might tag along and come inside oh mourners will make a stop at a restaurant or a store first just in case so people stay (laughs) here
0: or or you go to a friend's house why do you come over after wake Oh no no reason (laughs) not after sunday get possessed and die
1: or the store the poor store owner has like ghosts in the store (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny.
0: Yeah, I mean it's also tragic, but it's funny. Um, broken mirror. I mean, that's yeah. Also that was the next one I was going to say. Ancient Greek, Roman, European, uh, the belief that a broken mirror brings bad luck mostly, like most likely, has its origin in simple fact that reflections of ourselves are uncanny and often unnerving, especially you know with um, the, the the broken glass, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it says particularly on a bad hair day. So humans have long had associations with them. Take, for example, the Greek myth of Narcius or the idea that the cracked in the mirror would somehow break in a charm or trap one's soul. I mean, you, do you know the, the myth of Narcius? No, Who,
1: we didn't learn a whole lot about Greek mythology. Uh,
0: I mean, it's super interesting. Um, nar- n- Narcius and narcissism, so it's like, that's related. Mm-hmm. And it's based on that uh, thing, but he's like, he's so beautiful and he couldn't stop looking at himself. Mm-hmm. And that ultimately led to his demise. Okay. Yeah. Um, but there's more, actually. I mean, it's kind of interesting. So it was the ancient Romans, however, who contributed the notion that a broken mirror would bring seven years of bad luck, since it since it was believed that only poor health would cause a mirror to crack, and the number seven was seen by the Romans as the number of years required to complete the full life cycle of sickness and renewal, which is kind of funny because cells mm-hmm. take seven like, years. Uh, they say so after all after seven years all of your cel- cells in the body like all of them has, have replaced yeah which is kind of interesting so as a result of broken mirror meant you were headed toward a death spiral that might take in seven years to pull yourself out of but then this those same Romans felt you could prevent the horrible outcome by gathering the broken pieces of the mirror and burying them by moonlight. So sh- sh- so should <laughs> we really trust them? I mean, that's also something. Yeah, gather them and bury them by moonlight. Like, hmm. sh- that seems so random. Like, a few Romans sit together, eat their grapes and drink their wine. and like, hey, what, what, what if we come up with these super weird things and then we just, you know... <laughs> Head out at moonlight and look at all the stupid people. Yeah, but you know how and,
1: superstitions technically usually start, though. I mean, I would guess
0: drunk people. <laughs>
1: Maybe, but you know, they they somebody does something and they're like, oh, oh that yeah. could be bad luck. Yeah, sure. And the same they they try to resolve it and yeah. so one guy probably was like okay I'm just gonna go bury this mirror then and it happened to be full moonlight when he was burying it yeah. and then nothing happened I to mean, him so he was like I mean that's
0: that must be resolving a superstition but yeah no sure. but if yeah. that's part of it yeah, then yeah, sure. that
1: you can bury it by moonlight then you say okay this guy went out at moonlight just happened to you know bury it during that yeah. time and then nothing happened to him yeah. so then he thought okay it's because I did this that nothing happened and that's you know things yeah, like that yeah. No. start that way i would guess um okay whistling while you work may be an issue in lithuania where it's forbidden to whistle indoors because the noise is believed to summon demons that's funny it's forbidden to whistle indoors oh wow in lithuania.
0: wow so if i ever work there...
1: that's, a, that's a big superstition <laughs> oh. if it's forbidden in the country <laughs>
0: Uh, I have another one. Yeah, that's we
1: would have. you would have summoned lots of demons because you probably. whistle a lot. Um,
0: I have another one that alone the name already. Step on a crack, break your mother's back. Do you yep. know that? I have never heard of that. you never heard that? No. We say a lot in the US. Another superstition involving someone's, something cracked or broken being associated with bad luck is the superstition of stepping on a crack. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew that. I knew that as foretelling or even causing harm to a family member as, mm-hmm. we, as mirrors cracks in the earth on a sidewalk or almost anywhere have long been seen as a portrayal a portal to realms of supernatural for both good and ill to step on those cracks might be to invite or release unwelcome spirits into a world ready to do one harm but it's kind of funny because there's this child's game mm-hmm. where you try to avoid stepping on cracks
1: yeah but that's the reason it came yeah, from that obviously yeah we we did that as kids that was that whole don't step on a crack or you'll, or you'll break your mother's back was a big thing when we were kids and
0: that's so horrible
1: but if somebody <laughs> what we would do if somebody said that because you know our side you know the sidewalks in the US they're they're not like here where it's just like one long paved mm-hmm. thing yeah. it's like squares it, they look like squares so there's cracks in every, yeah, every few steps yeah. and as kids if somebody would say that anyone who was walking with them would purposefully step on all the cracks <laughs> <clears throat>
0: so challenge luck
1: yeah basically
0: and,
1: uh-huh. um Wait, I'm trying to find a good one.
0: I mean, I uh, have one. Lucky horseshoe. It's I uh, mean commonly thought to be luck uh, to be lucky as the horseshoe. Earliest version of this horseshoe function as a good luck charm resides in its vulva shape, which is kind of funny. And the in, in invocation of the pogan moon goddess Diana and her sacred vulva. Her sacred vulva. Yes. Yeah, and there, I mean, there's technically more, but yeah. So.
1: Um, in Turkey. Mm -hmm. An itchy right hand means you'll come into some money, but an itch on your left means you'll lose money.
0: Okay. Wow. That's (laughs) stupid.
1: (laughs) It's stupid. Um,
0: Friday the 13th. It's also from European... Uh, from Europe uh, probably also Christian like the number seven for the Romans magical signifies has been attached to number 13 but this time it's unlucky, unlucky rather than lucky the number 12 has frequently been seen as positive you know mm-hmm. um, but naturally making its nearest neighbor number to the north negative so like the other superstitions around the last supper the 13th is also seen unlucky because one again the great betrayer chooses was the 13th member of the dinner party that led to Christ christ's crucifixion if we believe that Mm -hmm. dude couldn't catch a break in addition of uh, on friday the 13th of october 1307 king philip the fourth of france arrested and put to death hundreds of the templar knights
1: Mm -hmm. yeah um this is not necessary i mean a lot of times i think we associate superstition with a bad thing
0: i mean not necessarily superstition
1: can also be a you know, throw, a, throw a
0: penny into a well or something or like a wishing well Sure, that's a superstition sure.
1: but this one according to a russian superstition which a lot of people have heard this one i guess bird poop that lands on oh, you yeah, or yeah. something that belongs to you will bring you wealth mm-hmm. something to keep in mind next time you're reading under a tree
0: yeah also don't lick it <laughs> black cats that's a massive That's a superstition. Uh, docats, but isn't
1: it mostly if they cross your path? Yeah, though yeah.
0: cats have often been associated with good luck, red, and it's opposite. And we're off even worshipping as, as gods in ancient Egypt. Things took a turn for the worse for our dark-coloured feline friends sometime around the Dark Ages, when in 1232 A.D., a, a papal bull by Pope Gregory the Ninth declared them an incarnation of Satan, according to People's Magazine. People Magazine got, mm. was around back then already. Um, things only went downhill for black cats from there with people of middle ages burning them in bonfires on holidays like shroff tuesday the first sunday of lent and even easter and with the puritans in america connecting them to practice of witchcraft all the color black has long been associated with evil and death which didn't help matters for our furry friends who had the misfortune of being born a color of night i love black cats
1: i just had a black cat today
0: that will bring you seven days of luck <laughs> and 13 years of nothing i don't know
1: <laughs> um an italian superstition says mm-hmm. that if an owl ends up in your house someone in your family will die oh but who who
0: <laughs> there's an owl in this room Who? Um, fingers crossed i mean that's something i can't do anymore on my right hand but the superstition of crossing one's fingers bring the luck the lucky finger cross a -hmm. Yeah, so a good luck comes from pre-Christian again, pagan times in Western Europe when the practice of making a cross with your own um, and the with your own and the index finger of another person was uh, thought to concentrate the forces of good spirits and to seal a pact or a wish with the fellow crosser. So that's where it came from. So you cross the finger with another guy Mm -hmm. or or a person. Ah. Over time, people realized they could simply. Bless their own wishing by crossing <laughs>
1: fist. first. They uh, realized I like Two those. index
0: fingers and then later simply the index finger, middle fingers of one hand, which is that what we do today. Which is kind of funny if you think about like, there's a guy sitting just randomly around. At, what, what do you do? You know, just mm-hmm. sit around, watch the birds and just wait to die at 23. And he's like, wait a minute. I could just cross my own thing. I don't need another person <laughs> for that. Also, I mean, they have two hands and it's, yeah, it's weird. But that's another good. narrative pins the practice on early Christians who would greet and identify one another in secret, uh, in secret, various symbols like crossing the index finger, touching thumbs, etc. Mm-hmm. So that's also something you know to that they were able to identify each other.
1: Okay.
0: I mean, at some point Christians were—it's um, weird to think about it—but Christians were um, um, killed, mm-hmm. and so they had to be a secret community. Mm-hmm. And now we kill. Or we killed for a long time. What <laughs> the Christians? I don't want to see me we. Okay.
1: Uh, this one is very strange, and there is no reason for it. Like it's like there's no like reason behind mm-hmm. superstition, <laughs> but I find it funny. Mm-hmm. Syria banned yo-yos in 1933 <laughs> over fear that they would cause a drought.
0: That's I mean, it. that makes sense if you think <laughs> about it. Like if you like if you drop. <laughs> A, a a yo-yo accidentally in like a spring, <laughs> and it would clog the spring. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, chewing gum at night in Turkey.
1: Chewing gum. Have at you night. ever
0: had an iras- irrational fear of accidentally consuming dead flesh? Well, <laughs> in Turkey, it is thought that after dark, chewing gum is ma- magically transformed, like the Mogavi and um, the Mokwai in the movie *Gremlins*, who turn into. To, into monsters if they eat after midnight into flesh of the dead. So if you chew, they believe I mean I don't know if they believe, but that's a it's a superstition. So if you chew gum at night in Turkey, you chew you're chewing dead flesh. hmm
1: Yep. You can read another one I'm the number of through. four
0: in China also, I don't read it, Danielle. That's all yeah, I get coming it. from my memory. As we've seen with numbers like 13 and 7, numbers are frequently assigned different magical s- significance or status, depending on the culture in question. For the Chinese, the number 4 is a no-no due to, due to its similarity in pronunciation in Chinese to the word for death.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, this one comes, sorry, from Germany.
0: Ooh, the Germans. The Germans. Yeah, more.
1: In Germany, you can't congratulate a person before their actual birthday. The superstition goes back to the belief that demons can hear the good wishes and (laughs) consequently do their best to make them not come true. But even when it's midnight and you're finally allowed to congratulate your German friends, party-related danger still lurks around the corner when you make a toast to them you'll have to look everyone straight in the eyes when you clink glasses oh yeah this way you'll make sure that a there's no poison in your drink yeah. the origin of the superstition and b your love life won't be ruined for the next seven years yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. that's the thing here too
1: <laughs> that's so like if weird you ever,
0: if you ever clink glasses they always look you in the eye and you look them in the
1: eye uh in i think in ireland mm-hmm. it when you like take a shot and we we always did this in in, in milwaukee too but when you take a shot you always bang it on the table first and then you drink it so you never clink you bang it and you all bang it close together on the table and that was because when you bang it maybe some drops fly out and then if there's poison in someone's drink then the other person gets it too
0: yeah curse of the evil eye mediterranean or and middle east it's a common belief spanning the mediterranean middle east and south asia that's been held for thousands of years that to achieve too much success would be to invite the anger inspired the envy of the gods who would then smite the unfortunate individual with a reversal of fortune. In response to the fear of this curse, people across the ancient Mediterranean began f- fashioning amulets and beads with an image of an evil eye, sometimes referred to as natzers, which would then help ward off the horrible un- untoward fate. But if you think of Elon Musk or jeff bezos then you know that it's not true <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: okay this one comes from great britain oh mm-hmm. i was oh waiting my. for the accent oh my
0: keep going mom. so
1: if you see a magpie you, uh, the type of bird do you know a magpie of course i do <laughs> keep going, if you see a magpie in great britain you better greet them politely good morning mr magpie how is your lady wife no, today no
0: no no doing but exactly
1: that good morning mr Magpie. An accent. How is Good morning, Mike. My- Good morning, Mr. Magpie. How is your lady wife today?
0: How is your lady wife today?
1: Forget this little greeting and bad luck will follow you for the rest of the day. This tradition probably comes from the fact that magpies are usually found in pairs, so a lone magpie signifies sadness. If you add one for sorrow, two for joy to your greeting, you'll further ensure that the magpie will be friendly and won't steal any of your shiny belongings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, tucking thumbs in in inside of a c- cemetery. What? Japan, Like the fear of the word for in China hinging on the similarity. Doing what with your thumbs? Tucking thumbs. What does it mean? Tucking thumb inside. In its pronunciation to the Chinese word for death, the Japanese similarity tuck in their thumbs when in a cemetery visiting the graves and dead relatives. This comes from the connection between the Japanese word thumb and its meaning as parent finger and to tuck in one's thumb in inside a cemetery, then it's to protect Protect one's parents from death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But what is it like hiding your thumbs? Yeah. So your hums are not your hums. Your thumbs are not yeah. exposed. Yeah. Okay. Um, in Poland. Yeah. Bags. So like purses. I guess they're talking about bags have no business being on the ground in Poland because it is believed that if you leave your bag unattended. Money can easily jump out from there. The Polish also have an interesting history of superstitions surrounding death and funerals. Some believe that if there is a death, you should bury the body before the next Sunday or else another death in your circle will soon follow.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. I have a, I have a... yeah, so
1: what if somebody dies like late on a Saturday night or something? Then you have to bury them real fast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What are you doing right now? I'm, I'm at the bar. Why? We have to bury him. He just died. <laughs> um, itchy palms. Do you know that one? No. Caribbean. Depending which palm. I mean, you palm. said palm. You said it already. But it's kind of similar which palm. If you begins to the itch, you may find the, yourself in the mm-hmm. Caribbean with a bit of extra spending money or in the red. It's a common belief that an itchy left palm means you will owe money soon. Whereas an itchy right palm means money is coming in your way.
1: Oh, it's interesting because the one that I read was the opposite.
0: Uh, there's an explanation that might tell us why such distinction the left hand seems to hold passive energy and the right hand active energy which symbolically could explain the coming in and out of money Mm mm-hmm yep
1: sorry um that one's weird okay in sweden sweden killing a spider in in is a no-go in Sweden. Oh wow. Because Why? superstition says that this will cause it to rain the next day. However, before you flee your spider infested house, be be aware that it might even be even more dangerous outside. There are two kinds of manhole covers in Sweden. One with an A on it and one with a K on it. You should always look carefully and never ever step on the one that has an A on it. Uh-huh. The A can stand for a number of unpleasant things like i'm not even gonna try to pronounce that in swedish but it means discontinued love or unemployment that house full of spiders doesn't look so bad now oh but
0: yeah i don't like to kill spiders i don't either unless i have to (laughs) but i usually or unless you
1: don't like them and that's then all of a sudden you're like kill it yeah that's true yeah
0: uh i have another one okay the upside down umbrella curse okay In, in whimsy in Whimsylandia, it is believed that opening an umbrella indoors will bring bad luck, but taking it a step further, the upside-down umbrella curse is a humorous and entirely made-up superstition. <laughs> According to this quirky belief, if you accidentally drop your umbrella and it lands upside-down, it's said to summon a mischievous rain gnome named Gustav the Drizzlebringer. Gustav is known for playfully causing minor inconveniences and pranks, like making a shoelaces tie themselves together or turning your toast into a soggy bread. To avoid this curse, superstitious whimsylanders will always ensure the umbrellas land right side up, up, up that they happen to drop them indoors. That might even perform a whimsical—they um, might even perform a whimsical little dance to, appe- to appease Gust- Gustav and, sh- and ensure that he stays away. Of course, this superstition is all good fun mm-hmm. and serves as a source of amusement. Okay. Yeah, that was totally fake, by the way there's no whims, whimsy yeah, I was gonna yet. say what
1: land did you just say and I
0: also read that this is completely uh made up entirely made up superstition
1: yeah when you first said the land I was like I feel like you just mispronounced something and I'll come back to it <laughs> <laughs> um in France mm-hmm. there's a couple here in France, unless you're in France where they have a saying, I'm not going to say it in French, spider in the morning sorrow, the French have a long list of weird superstitions around animals, including the belief that if a bird looks through your window, something bad will happen. Or, if a, this one's interesting, if a pregnant women, woman sees an owl, she will give birth to a girl. Which is funny because we just saw an owl the other day and we never see owls.
0: I don't know if it was a cult or like a rat, a, mm-hmm. an proper owl, it was, was sort of that, yeah.
1: And my name is French, so maybe there's a connection. (laughs)
0: Anyways,
1: (laughs) most importantly, though, be extra careful when it comes to your meals. If you leave bread lying upside down, then the people who were meant to eat it will be cursed. What the
0: fuck? (laughs) And it's so weird. Some people, some things. Okay, I have another one that is actually true. So in Spain, there's a funny superstition that claims if you accidentally put your shoes on the wrong feet, you'll have good luck for the rest of the day. According to Spanish folklore, wearing your shoes on the wrong feet symbolizes a playful defiance of routine and order. It is believed that by disrupting the natural order of things, you invite positive and unexpected events into your life. This, this superstition is often shared among friends and family as a humorous way to bring a bit of luck into someone's day. While there is no scientific basis for this belief, it has become a lighthearted tradition in Spain where people might intentionally swap their shoes as a fun way to embrace good fortune. Mm-hmm. Also completely <clears throat> fake. Mm-hmm. That's- I figured.
1: <laughs> but it sounded real it sounded real
0: <laughs> we should do like a uh
1: guess if it's real or fake
0: no uh, uh from what is it called the the show x factor where mm-hmm. they had those stories and at the end jonathan Frakes revealed which stories were fake and real mm-hmm. <laughs> the red eyes Wait a... <laughs> okay last one
1: last one last one um okay okay that's interesting uh in japan
0: japan the land of the free Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) counting can turn into dangerous business pretty quickly in japan the number four for example pronounced she can also mean death i mean that's
0: china we just said that that's in china danielle
1: in japan it's that
0: no that's in china
1: yeah but it's then also in japan okay this is why you should avoid gifts consisting of four things four flowers tableware and sets of four at all costs often apartment buildings will skip the fourth floor and apartment numbers oh, containing the number that. four for the same reason mm-hmm. the number nine is almost as bad because it's pronounced "ku," the same as the word for suffering in the, in the u.s a lot of f- hotels will skip the floor 13 it's weird. but it's stupid because if you just go straight to 14 then we all know technically the 14th floor is a 13th floor unless they actually build a 13th floor and don't use it
0: don't use it yeah it's just it's empty and you <laughs> yeah. can't even reach it yeah all the demons are in there
1: but also in japan there's a superstition about i read that um you shouldn't put your chopsticks straight up in food no i'm actually serious. If you put them, I will show it to you. I'm not kidding. (laughs) And I'm not kidding. You should never have your chopsticks like in the food, like pointing straight at or They should just be on the side of the table. Okay. Because, wait, I'm going to read it to you.
0: bird could land on them and chew your food away. Poking
1: chopsticks down into your food is a big no-no in Japan. The utensils look like the unlucky number four, which means death, and also the incense sticks used at funerals. Another tip, don't point your chopsticks at anyone because that's just plain (laughs) rude.
0: I mean, I, there's another superstition which says. What is the, on the next paper. One?
1: Uh-huh. Tell me. That
0: it says that you shouldn't put your <laughs> chopsticks up someone's asshole.
1: Okay, and why? What happens? Because it can cause brown, brown, <laughs> smelly chopsticks, <laughs>
0: and therefore could harm your your future uh, health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I stopped doing that actually. Okay. That that was the reason. That was the reason. <laughs> yeah.
1: Before that you were just gladly putting chopsticks <laughs> up people's asses and then continuing to use them. Yeah. It's pretty gross. I
0: mean, that's what pretty much everybody does here. That's how you use chopsticks in Austria. Oh yeah. So you that's what you do before you eat. <laughs> the waiter is like coming, gives you the chopsticks, put pulls his pants down and you go for it. Nice. Go for the old brown hole. (laughs) It's gross. Sometimes you pull a worm out of it.
1: A worm. worm. Oh wait, there was one more I wanted to share, but I wanted to find the the reasoning behind it because I only know a little bit. Um,
0: Uh huh. Um. If you have not done it, please subscribe to the podcast, okay. head over to our Patreon. I know it's a fucking thing, but we have to say it because otherwise we can't continue the podcast. Um, and yeah, rate the podcast if you like what you hear.
1: Indeed. Okay. It's for my, my theater people.
0: Oh, the, uh, she, uh, what is it? Uh, Macbeth, Macbeth, yes. Macbeth.
1: You never say Macbeth in the, th- in the theater. In the theater, yeah. In the theater. Because it curses the production.
0: Yeah. There's the- there's the Simpsons episode where then, where then London, they go to the theater and and Homer says, it. Oh. <laughs> I think lightning strikes him or something, <laughs> and he keeps just saying it. Oh, not him, the the actor. The actor <laughs> gets him by lightning, and he keeps saying it. He's like, "Please stop!" And he says, "Macbeth, Macbeth." <laughs> it's so funny.
1: Mm. Okay, but this is the reasoning behind it. Most actors will only refer to Shakespeare's famous tragedy as The Scottish Play. Mm-hmm. The the Bard's Play or even The Macbeth. Some people believe <laughs> some people believe that Shakespeare gave his his three witch characters in the opening scene real spell incantations incarn, in incarnations for lines as retaliation a coven of actual witches cursed the play. It's said that the actor playing Lady Macbeth tragically died on opening night in 1606 and Shakespeare himself had to step in. Dueling Macbeth productions in New York caused the Great Astor Place riot in 1849, leaving at least 25 dead and hundreds injured. Other productions have been plagued with accidents, including actors falling off the stage, mysterious deaths, and even narrow misses by falling stage weights, as happened to Lawrence Oliver, uh, Olivier, sorry, Olivier. Olivier, at the Old Vic in 1937. So don't tempt the witches and don't say Macbeth in the theater. Wow. I mean you also there's a lot of there's a lot of theater superstitions, but you know, like don't say good luck don't on say opening good luck. night.
0: Say break a leg. Say break a leg. That's it everybody. Um we'll be back. There's
1: a really sorry, there's a really funny scene in the producers where yeah. they are talking about the superstitions yeah. and they want the play to fluke yeah. and so <laughs> they say <laughs> all the whole song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, everybody, that's it everybody. Uh, we see each other next week. Um Indeed. yeah On and boom.
1: Watch out for deep.